0: On the Media Savvy Podcast, today we're going to be looking at reputational risk and how to manage it. I'm Mark Laudi. You wouldn't expect one of Singapore's most popular buskers at this time to be running any reputational risk, but that's exactly the hot water that Jeff Ng has found himself in. <laughs> Jeff Ng there, performing outside the cafe in Bras Basah Road, Singapore, on any given Saturday night over the last few months. You might have even come across the huge crowds that used to gather for him. In fact, when you walk past, you often wondered, is this JJ Lin or does he just look like that? But on to the serious matter of Jeff Ng's reputational issues. His TikTok video, which kicked off his busking career in earnest, certainly put him up into the spotlight. But that wasn't to the pleasure of one of his ex-girlfriends, who then labelled him one of the worst people she had ever met. And it all went downhill from there, because there were other aspects about Jeff Ng's personality which came to the fore, such as telling viewers of his live stream to stop chatting or leave, or other musicians who say that he has an entitled attitude and live venues don't want to hire him because he then tells patrons to stop chatting while he's playing. I've not been present at any of Jeff Ung's performances except for that one time at the cafe, and then only in Walking Past, so I can't really vouch for any of the allegations musicians or his ex-girlfriend are making. But safe to say that no matter where Jeff Ung turns at the moment he seems to be getting himself into more and more trouble. So if you're a corporate spokesperson or a communications director, what would you do in this case? Well, there are three things in particular that you might like to consider. The first is a social media audit. How many times have you heard this happen before, where a past tweet or Facebook post has landed a famous person in hot water, even though those comments were made years ago? It's happened to comedians, film stars, and others. So, first of all, you have to know yourself what you posted. Trawl back over your own tweets, Facebook posts, even LinkedIn posts. Weigh them up in the mind of uh, the the modern consciousness. In other words, given the era that we're in where people are very unforgiving for past transgressions, weigh up what you said in the past to see whether it is still relevant today or perhaps whether you might just like to delete those messages, lest somebody such as an ex-spouse or disgruntled colleague or staff member finds them and then blows them up. The second thing that you might like to do is to consider to stop causing more damage. If you're already in the public spotlight and every word is being weighed to see whether your ex-girlfriend has it right that you're the worst person she's ever met, or your current spouse has it right when she says that you're a changed person, well, perhaps you'd like to consider how to not add further fuel to the fire by making further untoward comments. For example, you might like to tone down on some of the things that you're saying, and that, of course, starts with having the self-awareness that you're actually saying them. So mind your P's and Q's. Speak more deliberately. Weigh up what it is that you're saying and whether that could be used as further ammunition against you. And the third point is to apologize. I know that's not terribly popular in this day and age but the fact of the matter is that the faster you say sorry about past transgressions the quicker we can all move on. Saying sorry doesn't sound terribly appealing especially if you're a corporate chief but until and unless you do we're not really all that interested in the reasons for why you even had those transgressions in the past or how you're planning to fix them. Saying sorry overcomes the first hurdle in any crisis in fact because it allows people to move on and start to focus on the future. Now, to Jeff Ng's credit, he has already apologised, countering his ex-girlfriend's previous Facebook post with one of his own, readily admitting that he perhaps wasn't quite the gentleman in his 20s, and that he's learned from that experience. Next step, then, is to not cause further damage. Of course, there are two other considerations in all of this. The first is that, you know, you might wish that we lived in uh, slightly less sensitive times, where doing a social media audit and apologizing for past transgressions was not necessary. I certainly take the point that you know for you to trawl back over your ancient tweets and Facebook posts does not sound like an appealing uh, activity, especially burning your precious weekend. But the fact of the matter is that we are in this time when people can look back over what we've said in the past. And Perhaps there are certain things, in fact, I think we all have certain things, which 20 years ago we might have said but would never repeat today. So whether you like it or not, you're much better off following with the times rather than protesting that the old times when you could make untoward comments was actually better. And the second point to mention is that for Jeff Ng, who, after all, is a performer, no publicity is actually bad publicity. And even the publicity that he's getting at the moment placing him at the top of the Google News page in Singapore just last Tuesday, suggests that actually he might come out the better for it. After all, what's worse than a busker who everybody's talking about is a busker who's nobody's talking about. Let me know your thoughts and comments on Jeff Ng or anybody else for that matter, or similar issues where you found your reputation left in the balance because of things that you might have said in the past. How would you deal with it or how did you deal with it in the present? How would you deal with it? in the future. Drop your comment in the comment section next to this podcast. I look forward to hearing from you.